Hello and welcome into another episode of Popcorn for Breakfast. We have a packed show for you today. We are talking about a new release film, Trolls World Tour. We're going to get you caught up in what's popping. We're going to talk about how we're basically best friends with an Avenger now. And we are going to wrap up the show with schoolyard pick of Life After Quarantine. Let's do it. for joining us on another episode of popcorn for breakfast with your co-host kirk hello hello i am your other co-host cam and we are very excited to be here we are reviewing a sequel this week trolls world tour every time i say trolls i want to go troll in the dungeon (laughs) like uh professor quirrell in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. Um, so I, I had to battle that while I was watching this movie. Had to resist that urge. Are there any memes out there that have that situation going on? No. I mean, there's a GIF. There's GIFs. So sometimes sometimes people will leave the GIF of it if somebody's trolling, like on Twitter. Ah. Like they will drop the troll in the dungeon GIF. But is there like a DreamWorks troll that's like, snuck into like the image of him screaming no that would be good oh we need to do that that would yeah we could do that i have photoshop no one steal this this is ours copyright Copyright, we're copywriting copyrighted materials boom so there you go that idea was ours intellectual property theft is what it will be if you do it if we see it after this podcast airs we will find you yeah destroy you speaking of photoshop i just spit some hot fire all over facebook twitter and instagram (sighs) with um what I assume is just blowing up right now. It has to be, right? The which Chris is your favorite Chris? Yeah. I mean, that is going to be contentious. I even put in the in uh, the little post, whatever. What am I trying to say, Kirk? In the post. In I the, put it in the in the post. I said, right. let's try to be civil about this because I'm worried. The clo- I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried for us, Kirk, because I think we're going to – I mean, there's a, there's a good chance that you and I won't pick the same Chris. You know, I might even go off on a full tangent and, yeah. and pick the ultimate Chris. Oh, my. Chris Harrison from The Bachelor. What? <laughs> what? Well, yeah. Come on, dude. He's the host. Have you ever seen him work his magic? So I, I'm familiar with his work. Yeah. I'm familiar. And I think that's fine. But to put him on the same tier. Listen, the way he appears out of nowhere from a dark black curtain and says, uh, Kate, it's time to hand out your last rose. And then he just mm, disappears. Right, he's just gone. Um, uh, Roger, it's uh, time for you to pick the, um, the what do they call it? The, the, the suite, the romance suite? I don't know, suite. I don't watch. It's time for you to pick the, the paradise suite. Who are you going to choose? Yeah, like, seven minutes in heaven, is that what it's called? That's probably right, yeah. yeah. it's He's just so wonderful. You can't be him. No one can amount to his fame. Well, when we do the school, when we do the uh, who's your favorite Jeff I almost said schoolyard pick of Jeff's. Let's <laughs> log that away for future reference. Uh, Jeff Probst is going to be up there. I mean, oh, he's, he's number one. So if we're, I mean, if we're talking reality TV show hosts, it's Jeff Probst and then everybody else. Yes. Um, but for these Chris's, we've got Hemsworth, Pine, Pratt, and Evans. 
And I want to talk about this because oh. I know that this is a subject that's close to our heart. And before I give any, before I give any of my takes on this subject, I want to, I just want to say this. I'm going to tell you my rankings one through four, but don't you for one second think that that means I dislike either any of these fabulous human beings mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I love them all like children. They're like children to me. I just they're they're younger than me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think all of them are older than Yeah. Um but no, they I I love them all. And I mean it's it's again it's like the Pixar thing. We're talking fractions of points. Dude. And it's really like it's not like one, two, three, four. It's like one A, one B, one C, one D. Right. That's what I'm talking about here. So here's my rankings. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm going Evans first. And I agonized over that. Because two is Pratt, three is Hemsworth, and four is Pine. And it absolutely, I can feel it in my chest. It hurts me to put Chris Pine at the bottom of any list. I just have to say it. It hurts because I love him dearly. And he's incredible. But I am so proud of Chris Evans. I, I could shed a tear. I'm so proud of him. From when I saw him in Fantastic Four as Johnny Storm, and he was horrifically bad in a very, very bad movie. Yes. To when he got cast in the Avengers. And I said, no, they can't be doing this. They're ruining everything. To Endgame, where he made me sob uncontrollably for days. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just so proud of him. Has to, be, has to be Evans. He's great. I think people should really look at his work, obviously, in the MCU, but then outside of it. He directed a movie called Before We Go. Yes. Him and Alice Eve are in it, and it blew my mind with... He, so he directed it and starred in it, and he was so good, and every movement of the camera was very delicate and intriguing, and oh, it's just it's just fantastic. Yeah. So a solid choice having... Uh, I think he's going to continue to go down the directorial path, and I hope he does, because I think he's really gifted. Yeah. Do I have to give mine now, or can I... Oh, I want yours now. Can here. I give you a couple of years before I decide? I just want to hear some take on this. I just want to hear some thoughts. It doesn't have to be your full list. It doesn't have to be your number one. I just want to know where your head's at and why this is... I know this is very difficult for you. It sucks. Uh, it sucks to have to give this to you. It, it, here's my gut. Here's my gut. Okay. Do you, you should always go with your gut. Well, most of the time. I'm going to go Chris Pine, number one. Whoa! <laughs> Do you have a shot fired? Whoa! <laughs> I don't know. I do. I don't think we have a sound for that. But go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, Chris Pine. Uh, he came out the gate. Well, he's been acting for a really long time. He's got, he comes from acting royalty. Right. Um, but he he came out in the Star Trek reboot and just slayed. And he hasn't had a bad performance since. Yeah. So, it's that and that is key. If mm -hmm. we're talking body of work, it's really hard to stack anyone up against that. Yeah. It is. Even in The Princess Diaries Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> good point. As a prince, you cannot fault him. He is so good. He's yeah, flawless. That's true. Uh, then I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Chris Hemsworth in my mm. number two spot because mm -hmm. pff, Thor, duh. I mean, come on. Then I've got Mr. Chris Evans. Yeah. And then Christopher Pratt. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> I feel like Chris Pratt gets no love these days. You know he's been kind of out of the spotlight. I think he. I think he. Um, <clears throat> I think he just got too hot too fast, mm -hmm. and people got burnt out, which sucks because he's great. Yeah, and I was even talking the other episode about how, like, when I watched Onward, I was like, "Oh man!" In my head, Chris Pratt like isn't that good of an actor, but he is. He's so great. And man, Guardians of the Galaxy, 
that that's sort of like the beginning and the end of that argument for me. It Just is like he Star Lord. He's he was built to play that role. It's incredible. He was. He really was. I, I wonder if he because he had so many action movies so close together is why it seemed like just an explosion and that's why it simmered out exactly like you said yeah it's 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 tough he, he i mean he was in he was in some of the biggest movies in the world like all at the same time within like three years yeah because jurassic world was huge yeah so it, yeah it's a little bit of icarus mm. you know a little bit of icarus he got too high he got torched so yeah is that it is that who you got that's my four you're going with it four right yeah there's four pine hemsworth evans pratt all right well we'll get we'll get a good look at um chris evans and chris hemsworth this weekend right we will oh yes that's right yeah that's right extraction comes out tomorrow which is uh, on netflix yes and that is the michael bay backed i don't know if he directed it i can't remember all the details in my head Michael Bay's involved in that project. It's a uh, it's a war ish movie, and it looks pretty legit. Lots of it's going to be very much action packed. And then you've got Chris Evans' new series, right? Is that also on Netflix? It's a limited series on Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus, that's right. Um, just hold on to your pants, Cam, because yeah. the so I thought Michael Bay was in, in, included in this as well. I don't see him anywhere on anything. What? But listen. <laughs> The writer for this. Oh, he did Six Underground. That's what I. That's what I. I keep getting those movies. Um, changed around in my head. Yeah. Because they're kind of similar. And this will be far superior because Six Underground was so boring. I mean, Six Underground wasn't great, but yeah. Writers, yeah. Joe Russo and Joe Russo. They, yeah, that's right. That's they, right. They have him listed twice. <laughs> Joe Russo times two. Joe Russo squared. Director Sam Hargrave. Sam Hargrave. He was a stunt person. Which is I, I'm I'm coming around on this. This is my this is my take. Oh. The stunt people I want more stunt people directors, I've decided. Yeah. Because of John Wick and because of Deadpool. Okay. Because David well, David Leach was involved in both of those projects, but I think the stunt people should be directing action films because, because the stunt choreography is just top notch. Yeah, they know exactly. They know what looks good on camera. Right. They know how to execute it themselves. They've lived it. They yeah. They can direct it start to finish. And they can just do the stunt if it if it's not going well. They're right. Like, Get out of here. I'll, give me the costume. Let's go. Yeah. So I'm 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 pretty woke on that. Like I'm I'm all over that. I want more stunt coordinators as directors. I want that path. Mm-hmm. That that career path needs to become a thing. Well, he's just going to pave the way, Mr. Sam Hargrave in Extraction. Yeah, so that looks good. And then, yeah, the limited series with Chris Evans, Apple TV+. Plus. It's got him and Michelle Dockery, which is Lady Mary. That's right. From uh, the, of the Downton Abbeys. Yeah. And it's also got our, our buddy J- uh, Jalen from uh, from It Chapter 2 and a whole yeah, slew of other sure. films that we've seen this this entire podcast yeah, yeah. series. Uh, uh, but basically, the son is accused of murder. Ooh. And they're trying to figure out if he did or did not do it. Wow. Yeah. Heavy. It's going to be crazy good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Um, just a quick tally on our which Chris is your favorite. I mean, this is a very fluid situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have enough. There's not enough precincts reporting to actually declare an official winner at this point. So okay. we have to, whatever I say is just, this is 
This is a snapshot in time. Okay. So at, as of 8.33 p.m. on uh, April the 23rd, we have in this order Evans, Hemsworth, Pratt, Pine. Shout out to Zach and Nancy yeah, Can shout I, out, last shout, I don't know. We'll edit it out. We'll bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because they are on the pine train. Pine train. These are all with, within just like one or two. I know of it's each close. Other. It's close. And I mean, it's developing rapidly. This thing's only been out in the world for 53 minutes. We've got 14 reactions to it. And Kirk, you're not one of them. I just, I just, I just did mine. Oh, yep. There it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see where that nets out. We'll keep you guys posted. This is going to be a hot topic. We've had a busy day on social today. We have. Yeah, because we're best friends with an Avenger now. Do you? Can I tell this story? Go, please. Okay, so woke up this morning, hopped on Twitter. Duh. That's, <laughs> the, that's my life. For those of you who don't know, that's what I do. I just get up, I'm on Twitter, and then I'm on Twitter the rest of the day. I love it. I love Twitter. Um, one of my favorite, favorite follows recently has been Simu Liu, who's playing, who's going to play Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think I'm pronouncing that wrong. I watched a thousand pronunciation videos on it today and couldn't figure it out. There was split. We should just call him and no, ask him. Th- yes. So he seems pretty down to earth. <laughs> right. He's like pretty pretty cool. Um, I've loved his Twitter feed ever since he became Shang-Chi. I followed him and I was like, this guy is my dude because every tweet has been just straight fuego from Simu Liu. <laughs> He's been like one of my main sources of entertainment during quarantine. So today he he tweets a hilarious tweet like right whenever I woke up that was like things that make me sad thinking about when I'll have Korean barbecue again Aww. the scene with Joy and Bing Bong the scene the scene <laughs> with Paul Walker in Fast Seven the scene with uh, Coco Mama Coco and Miguel in Coco and he like has this full list and I was I was absolutely rolling because it was so so true all those hit me so hard and so I tweeted him about the Bing Bong one and he replied and he liked my reply. And we had a little bit of an exchange. And so, we are now best friends, obviously. Wait. We are best friends with two Kirk, I saw <laughs> I saw your face light up, and I was like, wait, I know what's about to happen. We've mentioned this before, but before um, Captain Marvel was announced, before Brie Larson was, was mainstream to That's all right. of you out there. That's right. She was in the indie film circuit. Yes. Yeah. We had tw- we had tweeted about her and she responded to us, like actually wrote back to us in Twitter form. I've got to find that tweet. And like then- multiple times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we have Captain Marvel and Shang-Chi we're be- best friends with. We're best friends with them. Dude, what a, what a big <sighs> day. I mean, good. Like props to us, right? That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. So little applause. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't from? know, man. I don't, it's getting weird with the sound effects. Uh, I imagine you just like sat in your house in quarantine, just like clapping a bunch of times and like cheering and put pulling all of those sounds yeah, together. Yeah, I edited it all. To, no, it's uh, <laughs> it takes me longer than I'd like to admit to do anything with sound effects on this board. It's okay. pretty embarrassing. Um, quick Chris update. Hemsworth and <laughs> I'm going to do this the full episode <laughs> every three minutes of your Chris update. Hemsworth and Evans are tied for first. Pine and Pratt are tied for third. Is that how that works? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I think that's how it works in golf. Like you, if you have seven people who tie for first, it's like 
tied for first, these seven people. And then it's like tied for eighth. These, I don't know. It's very confusing. I hate, I hate ties. Anyway, that's where we're at. So, and like I said, it's developing every second, but basically we're best friends with the Avengers doy. Um, we need to make a graphic. We need to go back through the historical archive yes. and get all of the chairs that we've set up. Yes, we really do. And what we need to do is we really need to evaluate first how many how much room do we have for chairs? <laughs> because I'm concerned. <laughs> I mean, at one point we gave a chair and then we took it away and then we gave it back, I think. Oh, we sure did, yeah. I think that was to Martin Scorsese. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but we need to, like, not even chairs, like massage chairs or like thrones yes one for brie larson and one for simu liu because they're our best friends can we get like um like a kickstarter or a gofundme started to get all these chairs in yeah our i think we should way? i think we should i mean we're gonna need the money so and then like we'll record our podcast we'll have to like step over like these hundreds of chairs <laughs> and like all right we're surrounded by all these empty chairs yeah so. and then it's this it's the full social media blitz to send them the picture of their chair with the name on them and see if we can get them to come on the podcast oh my gosh so i think that's the next step um, all right. So to recap, we are the best friends with the Avengers mm -hmm. and we have two very different opinions on Chris's when it comes down to Chris's. Yes. Um, but that's okay. You know, it's just like politics. You can have separate views on which Chris's you like the best and still be, still be good friends. So don't let these opinions get in between you. I'll try not to. All right. And with that, can we pop it up? Can we yeah. do what's popping a little bit? Let's you, pop it up. Do you mean to pop it? Yeah, just just go ahead and pop it. Just pop it or yeah. pop lock and drop it. Which no, one just, do you want? Just just the pop. Oh, okay. No locks and drops. <laughs> okay. There it is. What's popping? Well, I'll tell you what's popping, Kirk. What? Venom. What? Venom two. Oh. Venom two is no longer called Venom Two. It's finally been given its subtitle. Let me prepare myself. Yeah, mm -hmm. get ready. Brace yourselves. Are you sitting down? Yes. You know that. Good. Yes, I'm looking at you. Um, okay. Our subtitle. Venom colon. <laughs> Wait, boss. No. That's I, thought, the... <laughs> I thought it was Venom colon. <laughs> no, like, that's the... No. Like the organ in your body. He has a colostomy bag. <laughs> okay. um, no, thankfully. I mean, I would sign up for that. It'd be a little bit weird, but I'm, yes. I'm okay with it. Um uh, it really, <laughs> it's really going to give Tom Hardy a chance to really go for it. Right. Yeah. Uh, no. So Venom, I'm not going to say the colon <laughs> this time. Let there be carnage. Let there be carnage. Emphasis on the carnage because carnage is the other, the other symbiote. Woody Harrelson. Right. <laughs> right. Woody Harrelson with the worst wig in the history of wigs. So but the, they changed his wig, so we're right. we're good with that. But so man, Venom two, the two is in there. I don't think so. Or just Venom. Okay, so I think Venom, they removed it altogether. Venom, let there be carnage. Venom. What if it was Venom? Let there be Woody Harrelson. And, and they the got font super... on this looks very spooky. It's like it's like chiller font on Microsoft Word. Yeah. So I'm like, Do you. I don't know about that title, Cam. No, I don't know what they're. I don't know because it feels like we're going to have a lot of ground to cover. Did they not learn their lesson with Harley Quinn, the title of Harley Quinn and you know, the fantabulous emancipation of blah, 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 that they had to totally remove. Well, but the difference with that is that this one is still called venom. Yeah. But in venom one Slade 
in the box office. It did. Whether you like it or not, it did well. Um, people are pretty split on that film, just mm-hmm. in general. So, I, I guess they're safe from that aspect. But I do think things like Venom 2 are like so cheesy that people want to stay away from them. So, they give these subtitles instead. But in some ways, it's like for the casuals out there. Mm-hmm. With which, when it comes to Venom, not very many people know about Venom, really. So, like, lots of people are would be casuals on the subject of Venom. They're Ven- going to be like, "What does this even mean?" Right? Venom: Let There Be Carnage sounds exactly what would an animated film would be titled. Yeah, that's true, and yeah, yeah, that's that that's fair. Um, and it has a release date because remember we talked about how all the Sony films are getting pushed back to twenty twenty one, but when we talked about it, we didn't really have dates. They're kind of like figuring it out as they go this one will be summer 2021 june 25th is what they're tracking toward right now okay so that's venom venom news that's it all right next one up speaking of chris's oh we're just talking we're talking lots about chris's today oh are you gonna bring up uh, chris o'donnell from batman uh you know what i sure was (laughs) (laughs) not um no so a film called the saint you're familiar with this. I am. We've talked about it. Val Kilmer. We haven't talked about it on this podcast. We've talked about it in the real world. Um, Val Kilmer was in it, right? 1997 is what you said? That's right. Yeah. So they're remaking it because they remake everything. Mm-hmm. And Chris Pine. Boom. <laughs> your boy Chris Pine <laughs> will be starring in it yes. as Simon something. Uh, yeah, it's got a crazy last name. Yeah, yeah, some sort of crazy French last name. That's yes. how that's how they tend to do these things. Um, and so the article I saw from Slash Film was like, Chris Pine replaces Chris Pratt in The Saints. And I was like, wait, what? Where, how does Chris Pratt factor into this one? Dig into the article and they were like, in 2018, Chris Pratt was believed to be in talks. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, hold on. In 2018, Chris Pratt thought about maybe kind of considering. Chris Pratt was asked about starring in this movie and let the email sit in his inbox for a little while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, don't say replace. Like, I know you got to get clicks. Like, do what you got to do. But it's it made it sound like Chris Pratt was signed on, ready to rock, and they were like, you know what? This is not going to work. Like, we got to go with Pine. <laughs> That's See right. It, swap. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That was sort of what sparked the whole Chris thing. Because I saw people on Twitter being like, hey, just a heads up to all you people out there. Pine is always an upgrade over Pratt. And I was like, whoa, shots fired. Shots fired. And I was like, people have some contentious views on these Chris's. So I wanted to know, what, what does the world think? And right now, wait, hold on. Chris update. <laughs> hold on. Chris update. <laughs> um, let's see. Chris, yeah. <laughs> Let's go back into the Chris's. Right now, it's um, wow. Pratt has taken the lead. I repeat, Pratt has taken the lead. Wow, it's shocking. Six votes for Pratt now. I feel like we're watching like a horse race. 
Hemsworth and Evans are still tied, and Pine is at the bottom. So I, I don't know, Kirk. This is this is stressing me out. I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to sleep tonight. I need to find that guy on Twitter who raged about yeah. Pine is always an upgrade, and he needs to be our friend on you the podcast. You guys should be friends. Yeah, you guys should be friends. I just want his vote. That's all I want. <laughs> like, hey, you should like my page and also like this post. Thanks. <laughs> he sounds a little insane, but I want him <laughs> to. <laughs> he sounds like an extremist, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, that's our that's another Chris update for you. Um, what else in the world of news? What's going on with Christopher Plummer? I'm just going to throw Chris's, Chris Plummer. I don't know. Chris is all the way out here. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so that's it for what's popping. I'm okay. pretty sure. So pop good. it up again. Okay, just pop yeah, this out of here. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, Kurt? I just missed You're, my yeah, mouth. Yeah, you just missed your cheek. Wow. that's uh, <laughs> Like four times. Yeesh. Which I got. That's a tough look. <laughs> all right. <laughs> don't hurt yourself. Um, here's here's a here's a bonus. What's popping for you? What? It's a local news. What's popping? So I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are in our local viewing area, if that's what you call it, in mm-hmm. the St. Louis metropolitan area. Skyview Drive-In is g- uh, reportedly going to open on May first. Which, if you guys haven't been to Skyview Drive-In, can I just tell you it's a magical magical experience? It just feels. So cool to be sitting in your car watching a movie, old school. You feel like you're in the 1950s. Feel like uh, Danny from Greece. Yes, mm-hmm. you do. Or like Pee Wee Herman from Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I know everybody wants to feel like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> um, but they're going to open. They're going to show some classic films. I was like, man, if the weather's nice, I would really like a, a little trip to, to Skyview Drive-In. Because there's so little that we can do in terms of public movie viewing at this point and it's kind of perfect right because like you're in different cars they can tell you where to park like far away from each other so that you can continue to do your physical distancing i was like yes this is like a match made in heaven i wish they had some newer movies to show but you know we'll, we'll make do we might see like a surge in drive drive-in theaters pop up you know like when the writer strike happened reality shows um were created and yeah were born right so Maybe we'll see some more drive-ins get created because of this. I love the drive-in. It's great. It's so fun. It's not like it's not always the most practical choice, um, just because it's like weather permitting, and you know, it's it's kind of it's a double feature almost every time. So then you have that. But it has to start at like nine o'clock at night. I know because it has to be dark. <laughs> so you've got that factor going on. So I don't know, but the, the drive-in's a good time if you're in the area and you want to. If you've not been to the drive-in or you want something to do to kind of like, I don't know, get out of your house. Um, that's a good option and one that you can do safely. Mm-hmm. So put that on your radar. All right, Kirk, the time has come for our review of trolls colon <laughs> world tour. <laughs> Pause. I don't think there is a colon in this title. Is there not? I don't think there is. Well, that's an oversight on their part. I know. Because right? if it's a sequel, you know what I'm saying? It should absolutely have one. Oh. That's that. I mean, that's just Bush League. Let's go to the facts. There is no colon. There's no colon on IMDb. Well, I'm taking a point off of the review. <laughs> just for that. Like, well, you didn't use correct grammar in your title. So, sorry. This, I, out of principle, I have to dock you on for that. This is a series, and you failed to make that known to the dumb viewer. Right. Or right. smart viewer. Yeah, exactly. Stupid. So, um, with that, I am synopsing this week. I am synopsing Trolls World Tour. Do it. All right. So, Poppy, 
who is Anna Kendrick. She was our lead from the last movie. She is now the queen of the Pop Trolls. And she gets a letter from Barb, who is the queen of the... Is she the queen, Barb? Or is she like the princess? Maybe princess? I don't know. Because Ozzy Osbourne is your dad, and it's really confusing. Anyway, Barb is the queen of the Rock Trolls. And she gets a letter from Barb that makes it sound like they want to unite all the trolls, all the different types of trolls. So we find out that there's like six types of trolls and they all are divided into different musical genres and every troll has an infinity stone. Oh wait, <laughs> I mean, every troll has a string that goes on like this troll harp. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, that's basically it. But really what's <laughs> happening is that the rock trolls want to take over all the trolls and they want to eliminate all the other strings it eliminate all their forms of music except for rock. Which are coincidentally the exact same colors as the Infinity Stones from the MCU. They are. They are the same colors. Yes. But I'm sure that was not intentional. And Barb is eight feet tall and she's all blue with gold armor. <laughs> and she says, I am inevitable. <laughs> no. Um, so the rock trolls want to take over. Poppy figures that out. And then it's all about, you know, saving the world. It is. From that point on. Anything else, Kirk? Anything I missed there? I think that's good. All right. Oh, well, you know what? <clears throat> we had a, a really quick contest in order for... Oh, you're right. ...this pick, of course. So uh, shout out to Sarah, she, Sarah Beckvar. She is uh, a good family friend. She commented immediately you had to find the, the old school um, item in what was quite quite a little bit different in a picture of myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I've been taking lots of pictures and videos of myself yes. because... Uh, I just want to document this time of... Makes, it makes you feel alive. It does. You're like, if I take a photo of myself, it confirms that I am still here. Yes. And since I haven't been talking to anyone or seeing anyone, um, that's that's needed. Yes. So she she chose Trolls World Tour. I don't know if she chose it before or after her son just rented it, which I also found myself how easy it is to rent something yeah. directly through the Prime Video app. Uh, oh, you finally figured it out, I eh, Gramps? Did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Kirk I did. was like, Kirk was like, I could not figure out how to rent stuff through the app. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you just like, you go to the thing, you click on it, Listen. you're like, buy here, take my money. That's what you do. Listen, there's no authentication whatsoever. It's you click it, you're done. Oh yeah, I did. Um, I did password protect mine. Okay, I need to figure that out next. Because I had an incident a while ago with our nephew Beck, who, uh, <laughs> without the Fire TV even being on, he was just playing with the remote. Like without the TV being on, yeah, was playing with the remote and bought Easy A with uh, <laughs> Emma Stone. Which coincidentally, I was like, well, I paid for it. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> it was amazing, and I love it. I love that movie. <laughs> I've watched it multiple times since. So thank you, Beck. But yes, I was like, I don't need that happening again. So you can give yourself like a little pin number. So okay, I need you, I need your help with that now. I can, yeah, <laughs> I'll be your tech support there. Um, but also, like, screw you, Amazon, for like thwarting our plan of only paying for it once and then password sharing because yes. that's not cool. Yeah, we had to spend collectively forty dollars to forty dollars. This movie terrible. Yeah, and like I was coming around on the whole like not ever seeing a movie in a movie theater thing again. I was like, I don't want to, but I was like, if this is how it has to be, I could get around to like paying this much and you know, you and I splitting it. I was like, it's 10 bucks. I get to watch it on my couch, like bing, bang, boom. That's super easy. Mm -hmm. But if it's going to be 20 bucks every time, that's going to be a tough sell. 
because I is. don't even get to keep the movie. I'm just like that's that's a little bit of a ripoff. So I don't know about that. Um. Anyway, Trolls Tough. World Tour. Thank you, Sarah, for for being on social and being ready to nab that one, and for picking a new movie. I'm excited that we got a brand new movie to check out. Brand new. All right, so let's review the dang thing, huh? Let's, let's review it. Our superlatives. I get to go first, which is why I synopsed. And the Oscar goes to. Who do you think I'm going to say, Kirk? <laughs> I can see anticipation in your eyes. Mm, I have no idea. I know, I'm a tough read. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> no, the Oscar goes to, for me, Justin Timberlake, shockingly. Mm. Uh, ba 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 That's right. Um, bring it on down. <laughs> Trollsville. Um, no, I went with Justin Timberlake, who... You know, like, he, he has his moments as an actor, I would say, for sure. Like, there's there are times where you're like, man, he's legit. And there are times where he doesn't get good direction or good writing, for sure. And a lot of movies he's in, there's not exactly great writing. Um, inexplicably, he, like, wasn't that good in The Social Network, even though that was a good movie with a good director and good writing. I don't know. So he's kind of a he's kind of an anomaly. I love Justin Timberlake. But mm-hmm. from an acting perspective, he's a bit of an anomaly. Yep. Um, but I actually thought he was... Better than everyone else in this movie, weirdly enough. Like, I thought that his character had consistent development, uh, that he was actually, like, providing character depth with the vocal performance, which is hard. I thought that the animation really lined up with his delivery. So I give him props for being expressive enough to where they could really, like, make Branch, who was a totally crappy character, in the first Trolls movie, like one of the better characters in this Trolls movie. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah, who you got? Um, my Oscar for Trolls World Tour. Let me let me start all my superlatives yeah. with, with a little, little asterisk here. Sure. <clears throat> so this movie is really great for kids and really awful for adults i just want i just want to like just make that clear i don't want to go into i want to be honest and transparent with everybody you know so i'm going to give this two two oscars oh check it in each in each superlative uh, starting out here okay the oscar goes to me cameron it goes to me what because at the end of this movie my kids turned to me and they said daddy did you like it and I said, I loved it. It was so fun. Um, this is unprecedented. I need to look through the rules to see if this is a lot. But it, it was go not, on. It was not fun. I did not enjoy myself. I only laughed a, a gaggle of times. Yes. And, uh, so the Oscar goes to me for, for right. deceiving my children. Uh, for well done. How I like this movie. But then I got to agree with you. I got to go with Justin Timberlake on the flip side of that. If I'm a, yeah. if I'm a kid and I want to see just a whole bunch of, uh, of trolls singing and, and just losing their minds and being super silly... JT wins for me in this one as well. Yeah, and I like. Um, um, my wife was telling me that that JT is involved in the trolls films because he does it. He does it for his kids. Yes, like his. He wants to be in movies that his kids can watch and like they can enjoy as a family. So, not that that factors into his acting performance, but I'm like, hey, his heart's in the right place. So right. I'll give him that. Um, all right, good choices. That was quite a curveball. I'm still <laughs> reeling from that. I'm like, I've got to go through the records and notate this for future mm-hmm. reference. And you really threw one at me there, Kirk. Well, prepare yourself. Oh, no. But it's your turn. Okay, scene stealer. Oh, man. <laughs> this was tough. There was quite a supporting cast involved in this production. 
one of the most nonsensically pulled together groups of people in the world, ranging from Kelly Clarkson to Anderson Pack to Ozzy Osbourne to Sam Rockwell to Anthony, James Corden. Anthony Ramos was in this Anthony as well. Anthony Ramos, <laughs> who, yeah, I mean, it's it's all over the place. But I ended up going with Sam Rockwell. <laughs> okay. Sam Rockwell, who plays, let me get his character's name right. Um, Hickory. Sam Rockwell plays a character named Hickory, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's like a country music troll who helps out with Poppy, you know, whenever she, you know, the sh- as they are kind of like going through each of the different troll lands, they're like finding that most trolls like to stick to their own music and they think every troll should like pop music, but they tend to not. But Hickory is a little bit more of an open-minded troll and <laughs> Sam Rockwell has like this nice, pretty funny like accent that he applies to this character and Sam Rockwell's comedic timing is pretty great. So the character that he ends up like creating is one of the more likable characters in the film. And I would say that like once his character shows up, the pace of the film picks up and starts to make slightly more sense. So mm. I had to go with that. Beautiful choice. Beautiful choice. My scene stealer. <clears throat> First, this is another split one right here. So prepare yourself. Um, it goes to my daughter. Oh, my lovely daughter, Edie, she's two, almost three. And she, during this movie, laughed, I think, one time. I also laughed one time. And then, for the rest of the movie, she laid down and was ready to go to sleep. (laughs) And Mm. if you know anything about my kids, is that they're never ready to go to sleep. It's true. Ever. Yeah, that's, that's the word on the street. Ever. And my, and my son, bless his heart, he, Asher, he, he uh, leaned over and wanted to get some like uh, a, a positive affirmation, re- reinforcements. He's like, so Edie, you like this movie, right? It's really funny, right? And she just kind of looked at him and looked at the screen and just didn't respond. Wow. Cold-blooded. <laughs> Cold-blooded. <laughs> She's trying to like process it. And so that's my scene stealer because I couldn't stop watching her watch this movie right. and process it. I think she's, we got some really good taste. I think we could see some great things from her in the future. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, it's an interesting sign there. You know, this movie was basically created in a lab for kids to like it. Yes. It has everything for kids including (laughs) familiar songs fart jokes slapstick comedy really really bright colors um glitter did i say fart jokes yeah fart jokes um yeah that checks all the boxes Mm -hmm. so i mean it's really it's remarkable that she was not phased by this. Not at all. My son loved every moment of it. And kudos. Like, have fun. Have right. fun with this stuff. Enjoy it. There's plenty of movies I saw in my childhood that are I, re- I review again oh, like, later in life. Oh, 100%. And I'm like, how did that happen? Why, yeah. Why didn't someone, like, grab me by the face and say, no, this is terrible? But I can't do that. I can't take that joy away from him. But my real scene stealer from the film, Kenan Thompson as Tiny Diamond. Tiny Diamond. Tiny <laughs> Diamond is my name. <laughs> you cannot mistake that voice. Kenan Thompson is a force. He He's just, as soon as you see him smile, as soon as you hear him talk, you just want to laugh. And so that's exactly what happened here. Him being this tiny, tiny <laughs> baby troll. Naked troll, yeah. Naked, covered in diamonds. 
he was birthed from a man out of out of his out of the troll's hair. Yeah, I mean, what in the world? Oh man, it's just it's so ridiculous, and only Keenan Thompson can pull that off. It's one of the most. It is probably well. I don't want to go too far. I was gonna say it's the single most perplexing moment of the entire film. It is because it makes zero sense. <laughs> but there's another scene where um, this character, who is it, Cooper? Probably. Yeah, Cooper is like on this separate journey and he's like running away from these things. And then he turns around and screams and like farts out a birthday cake. He does with complete, like a three tier birthday cake with candles and then lights them. Yeah. It's and there's no plot specific purpose for that in at all. Not that there ever could be obviously based (laughs) on that description, but it's like a 15 second flash to him being chased and then him farting out a birthday cake and you're like i'm sorry what just happened so that is probably the single most nonsensical part of the movie yes all right showstopper i've really struggled with this one because i thought going into it that it was going to be the music because i actually thought like the musical covers and and the original tunes in the first movie were good Mm -hmm. and so i was expecting like that caliber in fact like the first movie, you know, as far as a kid's movie goes, like, it's pretty watchable, even as an adult, just in terms of, like, you can get into the music and all of those other things. Um, I guess my showstopper would have to be that the plot uh, made sense, and that's about it. I mean, like, the plot did stay pretty solid. Like, they were on a very straight-line journey. I mean, it was very, like derivative of tons of other art forms you Mm -hmm. know like well they're gonna you know she goes she finds out that the person that she thought was good was actually bad and now she has to convince all these people and so like the themes and the plot and all of that were all very like ripped off um but it did make sense which i think this thing could have really fallen apart but they actually managed to to keep it together so mm-hmm. that's what i'm going with yeah that's that's great uh, i actually did choose the music uh, but you're right the first one's music is incorporated into the storyline in such a smoother way um i think why i loved it so much uh, specifically i was just like uh, this is, movie isn't for me it doesn't have the same spark it's not even close and then justin timberlake and anna kendrick sing a duet like in the middle of the film and i'm like Oh, that's why they did this movie. <laughs> yeah, and it's so even the the sequence uh, of of events that happens during the duet is so good, and you just drop what you're doing and you just you can't look away. Um, so that and then there's a final there's a final song that they sing and it's the entire ensemble that yeah. was really excellent. And honestly, the opening medley when the opening medley of this movie came out, I was like, sweet, let's go. It, it was it was well paced. It was fun. It was exciting. And then it just the plot just kind of unravels from there. So mm-hmm. got to say three pivotal moments, literally the beginning, middle and end uh, where they place three different songs. And that's what got me. All right. Moving on to director shoes. This is going to sound really heavy and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of like, it's a kid's movie. Don't take it too seriously. And that's fine. You know, there's definitely like that argument has value. I'll, I'll take that. And, and it's probably fair, but I still have to judge it as a movie above all else. And here's what I will say. The biggest flaw with this movie is that it has no artistic value to it whatsoever. Like as far as like 
putting a piece of art into the world and saying, this is a piece of art that we want people to view and interpret and to form opinions on. This is not art, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> everything is ripped off. Even the troll doll design is not original. The songs are not original with the exception of like one or two, you know, most of them are like old songs that are like everybody loves. So they put them in there because everybody loves them. The artwork is like just what DreamWorks always does, which is just like things that are blobby and colorful and like inherently cute, but not like, like there's no depth to it. There's no depth to the actual character design. It's just there and it's just meant to be like sensory overload. Yeah. It's easy to compare that right directly to like inside out where it's like, there's so much color going on, but yeah. everything is intentional. Very intentional. This was not that. Even like the design, if you stacked up like all of the different, because they have like six different types of trolls in this movie, and if you stacked them next to each other, you'd be like, did six different people design these and did they not talk to each other? Because it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So, I mean, and that and the Inside Out thing is a good example because every time I think to myself, well, kids will enjoy this movie I'm like, well, you can do kids' movies, kids movies a lot better. Um, Warner Animation is making some really good kids' movies right now. Uh, Sony is making some really good kids' movies right now. Pixar and Disney have been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. So this feels wrong. <laughs> this movie feels like it's just created to print money, and that I hate that. I hate that so much. And people will say, well, the Avengers are the same thing. They're just pandering. No, like they actually are thoughtful about that and they're trying to tell a good story and they tell a really, really effective story and that's why it makes money. Not this, where it's just like, eh, kids will want to see it. Their parents will have to buy it. They'll love it, whatever. So for that, that's my director's shoes. Just like, please make a movie that has some artistic value to it and that's something that DreamWorks really struggles to do right now and it's really frustrating. Yeah. Or they'll just like create one good movie, like Despicable Me. Yes. And then they'll just like overrun the universe with thousands of spinoffs and sequels that are just trash. And prequels. Right. Coming out, yeah. So that's, I mean, I know that that sounds heavy. I, I'm aware of it, okay. But <laughs> that's my director's shoes, okay? Take it or leave it. I think that maybe this was their goal as well with Trolls. They're like, we can just... Uh, uh, what's it called? We can just cover every famous song and throw it into a film. Doesn't matter what takes place in it. Yeah. What are the most popular songs ever? But across generations, that's not gonna work. It's just not gonna work. It's not gonna be sustainable. My director's shoes is that this movie. So it's called World Tour. You have all these different styles of music. It's great in concept, but impossible to execute. It was basically watching Pitch Perfect three in an animated version. Yeah, if you've true. seen Pitch Perfect three, like it's the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there's two. The differences are too intense, and you can't string them all together because we go to one one particular um, genre. So I think the country genre was very had lots of fabrics and lots of texture, but then you go to the rock band, which is very jagged and dark. And when you put all those together, they completely clash. And the point of a movie is to have unity, right? <laughs> so in your mind it works and it may even work well on a stage, but it does not work well in film. Right. And we just kept traveling to okay. Spot one, this this string. Spot two, this string. And I just got I just got so sick of it. It was too much noise, 
And I think they should have completely scrapped the plot and did something uh, entirely different. I mean, there were no Bergens from the first film. None. No Bergens in which this film. Which makes no sense. I mean, I hate the Bergens. Don't get me wrong. But um, there weren't any, which makes no sense at all. You hate them, but if you watch it over and over again, I was like, all right, I like them. Like, they're super creepy, and I would never want to hold one. No, I just, yeah, I hate the character design. <laughs> yeah. I li- like I like the I like their purpose in the film, but I hate the character design it's so, so hard. It's so ugly. Like, they went to the extreme. They're like, no, make it hideous. <laughs> <laughs> make it just apprehensible. We want people to dry heave when they come on the screen. I know, I know. And that's probably why they went away from it. They're like, yikes, we've really created a literal monster here. Yes. What do we do? But I feel like they should have been part of this plot, and they weren't at all. Yeah, definitely. So that leaves us to score this movie. Um, I have a hard time with the score, and it's going to seem like I should give this movie zero based on how hard I slammed it for having no artistic value. But what I will say is that it is a kid's movie. See, I'm coming around now. It there is nice. a kid's film, and that is its purpose, is to entertain kids, and it, and it, I think nine times out of ten, it's going to do it. I, th- I think for kids ages like four through ten, maybe? Maybe ten's a little too old. That's bold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- I think that they will enjoy it. And so for that reason, I'm giving it a 3.3 <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> Out of ten, what? <laughs> what? Out of ten kernels. It's. <laughs> I don't understand why this is funny. I'm, I'm. I don't understand. It sounded, it sounded like you were like, I'm coming back around. <laughs> I'm no, gonna. I had to. I had to give reasons for why it's not a zero after I just said this movie has zero artistic value. So I had to bring it back around, which only still gets me to 3.3. <laughs> and I think Trolls 1 is like 4.7. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, I mean, uh, it's, it's, I thought you were going to like 6.5. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, Kirk. I'm insulted. <laughs> From like the children's perspective. Oh my goodness. I, I mean, I hope it's, I hope the listeners out there are like fall, fell on that train too. Like, oh, he's gonna give it like a seven. I wonder if people like guess our scores before we say it. Probably. Like, that's, that's how. By I see now, this. they probably can predict exactly what we're gonna give a film. I oh bet. man! Within like four decimal points <laughs> from the synopsis, and now we're talking yeah. at that point. Um, I I'm gonna give two scores. What? I'm gonna break the rules again. Oh Cam. my gosh, Kirk! This is just. I'm gonna do what I want. We're Fine. we're in quarantine, whatever. And this is how this is how you cope. <laughs> I cope. This is what brings me joy. So my first score is going to be my personal score of this film, and the score that I would give this film, based on everything we've already discussed, would be very close to yours. Mm. I had this number in mind um, before you arrived, uh, and we started recording at a two point eight. Yep. For a kid, though, for a child in that range, I'm going to go 6.8. Wow. Well, I mean, I think that's a good thing to include because the reality is like, most of our listeners aren't like people who are going to be grown adults just by like it's date night and they're like, hey, you want to watch Trolls World Tour? Like mostly people are going to be like, Hey, should I watch this with my nieces and nephews? Should I watch this with my kids? And so it's good to know that like kids will probably enjoy it. 
That's true. Unless they're Edie. <laughs> <laughs> Though I showed Marshall the trailer because I was like, we can watch this while he's awake. You know, he's played outside a bunch today and like we could, he could have some veg time. So I'm like, hey, Marshall, what do you want to watch? Do you want to watch Trolls World Tour? Because I'm like, I need to watch this anyway for the podcast. I showed him the full trailer and I was like, hey, so you want to watch that? And he was like, no. <laughs> want to watch Cat in the Hat, which Cat in the Hat is so bad, Kirk. It's rough. It's not the Mike Myers one, but like the cartoon. Yeah. Oh, it should be way better. It's so bad. Why can't, why hasn't someone remade that and made it better? Dude, I, I it's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it is apprehensible. And every time Marshall says, I want to watch Cat in the Hat, I just am like, I can't. I can't. Like, I need to walk out of the room. It sounds like it's a nap time for daddy. Yeah. Watching I mean, it nap. sounds like, yeah, it sounds like I need to run away. So anyway, <laughs> there's what, that. What if you, <laughs> I just have this image of Marshall going cat in the hat and you just sprint like, out the front door ya. and he's like, and he grows up and he says, guys, when I was a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, my dad abandoned me because of Cat in the Hat. So, <laughs> like, but you come back. Sorry, you come back. But then every oh, time okay, he wants it. to rewatch, <laughs> I was it, like, you "Wow, just, that's heavy." You sprint out. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So that's Trolls World Tour. Is there anything else on that movie? Nothing. Quick Chris update for you, please, please, please. Pratt's still leading. Okay. With um, Evans, one vote behind Hemsworth, one vote behind oh. Evans. It's close. Where's Pine at? How many votes behind? You're, this is literally the exact opposite of your I know. Pine's, Pine's last. Pine's, he's not going to pull it out, Kirk. I'm oh, sorry. Man. I'm sorry. I mean, I it would take a Herculean push. I'm going to go create. <laughs> you're going to go campaign? I'm going to go create like 30 different <laughs> fake Facebook Yeah, just, you're just going to buy a bunch of bots off of like <laughs> Craigslist and be like, hey, let's Attack. do this. <laughs> All right. So that's your Chris update. Let's Let's wrap it up. Let's do our schoolyard pick. I need you to help me explain this schoolyard pick because I'm sure based on our description in the open, which was schoolyard pick of life after quarantine, it's probably hard to understand what that means. So can you help me out here? Um, maybe. <laughs> so it's like, really, what do you want to do the moment yes. that the shelter in places are lifted and they say, all right. What are your, what are the top or like, what are your five things that you would pick, you know, what are to, you to do? What are you craving to do? Yes. Like that you're, it's the front of your mind. Yeah. And I went first on the review. So you are actually first pick on uh, this schoolyard pick, my friend. Perfect. Perfect. I am going to start by getting a haircut. Oh, that is a good one. Immediately. That is a really, really good one. This afternoon, the governor of Illinois announced that we would be moving for the entire month of May in shelter and placing, mm -hmm. which means no one can get a haircut because it's too it's too personal there. Even if everyone wore masks and gloves, it's too much. Um, even if you're outside, although I wonder, I wonder if that if they're going to make an exception, but we'll see. I need a haircut so badly. I am like two seconds away from buzzing it all off. Yeah. So I used to have. Um swoopy justin bieber hair back in the day when i was in school you did it was beautiful and when it got in my eyes one day i eventually just went nuts and buzzed it i've done that a couple of times in my life and i'm i'm there i would like to do it i don't feel like i have the utensils necessary to do it no not at all so answer me this like i have a beard trimmer yeah and it has like the guards on it and everything. Could I use that or is it not going to get the job done? Um, it will get the job done, but you will not like the outcome. Uh, oh, I've, I've started Googling this. No, it's, it's the wrong, it's just the wrong thing. So I think I'm going to order one. Yeah. 
like order a razor, get it shipped to my house and have Aubrey buzz my hair off. Yeah, I think I'm there too. Um, I did have her use my beard trimmer to trim the right around my ears and the back of my neck because that looked bad. But oh yeah, I've got a rat tail. I look like um, <laughs> I look like Anakin Skywalker in uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I got the full thing going. Um, so that's not great. Yeah, that's a good pick. I didn't have, I didn't actually have that on my list. I don't know how. I really don't know how, but. Um, that hurts. That's a good pick. Yep. My first pick. Watch sports. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch sports until my eyes bleed because <laughs> I've been watching. So I watched the Michael Jordan documentary, the first two episodes. I watched them. So I didn't watch them right when they came out because I was doing stuff like putting the kid to bed and all that stuff on Sunday. But on Monday night, I flew through both of them immediately and I was like, I must have more, more sports. Um, so that, and then I've been watching reruns of basketball games. I kid you not. It's the wow. saddest thing, dude. It's so, so sad. <laughs> I go to NBA TV, and they'll be playing, like, some old playoff game, and I'm like, yep, this will do. This will <laughs> give me my fix. Here's what I hate, though. In the description for these games, they put the outcome. Oh. And I'm like, what if I don't remember? Then it would be like, hey, this is a brand new game, you know, that I get to watch. And not know who wins. Yes. But every time it's like, watch LeBron James drop 55 points and lead the Miami Heat to victory. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you, you kind of ruined it. You should write to them. You I should. <laughs> I should. I'm like, listen, you're really killing my buzz here. <laughs> I, like, I really need, I need to not know who wins these games. It should be very enticing. Like, find out who wins on this yeah. episode of, right. of Miami Heat versus No, I Knicks. want like a Bandersnatch where they take like different endings <laughs> to different games and I get to choose what happens on this play. It gets blocked. <laughs> it gets stolen. It gets it's a slam dunk. That's what I need. Uh, Shaq flops and <laughs> with <laughs> yeah. two minutes left. Right. I need that. Um, so, yeah, sports and all the sports. I need all the sports, please. Beautiful. I will next pick going to Disney World. Oh, Kirk. Mm-hmm. You're taking all the good ones off the board. <laughs> no, listen. We Aubrey and I have talked uh, many times about going on like just a four-person trip. We've gone as an entire family yeah. of 13, but going on a four-person trip, just us and the kids to Disney World, and we were like almost like gearing up for it. You know, we were going to start looking into it, and it was just like, oh, Disney World is closed. So that is like tax refund money like shift yes. right there. Right. You know? uh, so that's what we're trying to figure out. We want to go. We want to go immediately when it's time to go. Dude, yes. I'm, I'm right there with you. I love Disney parks so much. And I've thought about it multiple times. Just like, man, you know, it'd be really nice to kind of detox from this whole thing is to just go to the parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching that Disney Imagineering documentary and they talked about, um, which Disneyland was it? Hong Kong. I think after the tsunami situation, like the earthquake situation that caused all those tsunamis Yeah, and how that park was closed. Like people, whenever it reopened, people were like, going there in droves and like just to hug Mickey because their lives were back to normal and they were like sobbing. So I think there's something similar to that to you. It's just like a sign of normalcy and a sign of like everything being right in the world. And and I imagine like when you get there, it's going to be like, we made it. We did it. We survived quarantine and we can see each other again. It'll it'll just be so much joy right now. Like going out in the, in public and in the world, you like don't talk to anybody because you, you can't shake their hand. You're not going to hug anybody. Obviously. Right. 
but you also want to stay six feet or more apart. I also like don't really look at anybody yes. because I'm afraid that they'll think I'm judging them for their mask or something like that. Because yeah. I mean, I'm wearing them too, but like, it's it's so weird. It's so so weird. Yeah. So yeah, I do think it will be nice to have that back oh, at some point. It's gonna be great. Um, this conversation is not helping with my <laughs> quarantine depression, but <laughs> we'll just keep rolling. Um, my second pick, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go to the movies. <clears throat> obviously. Um, I love going to the movies so, so much. Um, since we started this podcast, I've really enjoyed like my Sunday morning movie run, which has been kind of like a normal thing over the last couple of months. And having it gone is just like, it hurts. It hurts me. And I love seeing new films and it feels like we're not going to get that many new films, you know, like very often, especially not the big blockbusters, like all of those are getting pushed back. So Soon as this is all over, I'm gonna sprint to the nearest movie theater and watch me a movie. Yes, I completely agree. That was on my list. You said doing this the past couple months, but Cameron, we're ten months in. We're yeah, two, yeah, two months away from our anniversary of popcorn. For I think we started in June. Right? No, July. Oh, most it was like July Fourth weekend though, so it was like that's very fine. early July. So we're nine months in. Yeah, if that if that true. math works out. Yeah, this right. is episode thirty-eight. The, the sheer fact that we tricked our wives into allowing us to see movies every week in the movie theater. It's the ultimate con. <laughs> it's its the perfect crime is what it is. Yes. It's like there's this balance between like, so I have to be alone with my children, you know, managing that, which like is not a bad thing, but it's better to have two. Like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. They're like, so this is the trade off. Um, I can not be annoyed by my husband and let them do this creative thing that makes them not annoying. <laughs> and, but the trade off is I have to spend like a couple of hours on single parent duty That's while right. they go to the movies. That's and right. I have to concede like $25 a month to mm-hmm. pay for movie tickets. And it just worked out so well. We, we, we get the win, win and they get the win, lose. It's just, it's genius. <laughs> edit that last part. <laughs> Don't let them hear. They're going to be like, wait a second. Oh, Cam, it seems that my uh, my episode for this week is blocked. <laughs> weird. How, how'd you do that? <laughs> That's weird. I don't know. If you're uh, subscribed to Patreon, you might find that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my next one's going to be live theater. Oh, yes. We, yes, dude. We were fortunate enough this past year for a brief moment in time to uh, get to go to the beautiful Fox Theater in St. Louis, Missouri, and get to see live theater. We got to see Hello, Dolly. We saw Dear Evan Hansen. We saw Wicked. Do we see another one? Band's Visit. Oh, the Band's Visit. And we were slated to see Hamilton. <sighs> Don't remind me. And we did not get that. We're waiting on it. We're hopeful. It was stolen from us. And I it, COVID it was, stole it from us. I, they just, darn you, COVID. I I also saw like an, a couple of other uh, professional uh, troops. I saw Finding Neverland um, yeah. out in Lindenwood, at Lindenwood University in St. Charles. And it was wonderful and fantastic. So... I really miss getting to experience that in person and seeing people emote on a stage. Yeah. So good, good I need call. more. I need more of that. Good pick. I'm on pick number three, right? Pick three. Sure. Was that your third pick? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Why are we so bad at this? It just <laughs> defies logic. Um, my third pick, I'm going with impulse shopping. I'm a big uh, impulse Amazon shopper, and oh. I've been totally thwarted by the stockouts that COVID is causing. Yeah, it's really starting to grind my gears, <laughs> um, because, like, 
I had decided I'm like, I'm going to invest a little money in the podcast. I'm going to get us some equipment. Like you and I have been talking about, here's the equipment we need. We're starting to kind of like pull some stuff together to do more video content, more streaming, all those things. So after weeks of researching webcams, I finally found the one that I want. And I'm like, this is the perfect one. I've done all the research. I'm ready to buy it. Like easy. All I have to do is go buy it. Every webcam is sold out because everybody's working from home. And so I'm like, Hey, Logitech, do you happen to know when this will be back in stock? And they're like, nope. I'm like, damn it. But I could buy it on eBay for $500. Jerks. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) But I'm so so tired of that. And like other things too that you wouldn't expect. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go buy this. And they're like out of stock. I'm like, what? Yeah, first it was toilet paper and children's um, Advil and, and like headache medicine. And then like just newer and more and more things just keep going out of yeah, stock. Yeah, it's fun. Every time you go to the grocery store, it's like a new adventure. Yes. You're like, oh, last week there were no hot dogs. Like it looked like there was great hot dog shortage. This, this week, week it's all hot dogs. <laughs> and now the tortillas are yeah. gone. <laughs> like what in the world? The tortillas are gone. And now, okay, this time we have Clorox wipes, but we don't have paper towels. And next week we have paper towels, but no toilet paper. It's like, what in the world? And, and then the great box uh, box dye hair thing, right? Oh, like I know. For women, like they're like, I got to dye my hair. Gone. No, no you option. You can't do it. It's it's insanity. Live with your roots, I guess. I don't so know. So impulse buying is definitely high up there for me. I see your impulse buying, and I'm going to raise you browsing at Target. Yeah, sure. Or, my wife still does it. Oh my gosh, it's the greatest feeling on earth. Yeah. You or Walmart or the mall, any retail store like that, right? You go out, you've got like three to fifteen things on your list, depending if you're in my family, and then you're like, "All right, everything's in my basket," and I'm just gonna take a, another long lap around the store. Yeah, it's kind of like if I had all the money in the world, <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of uh, gallivant around. You're like, "Oh, look at this. Maybe I'll buy it." Probably won't. It you just feel so powerful, uh-huh. and you just put that that stuff in your uh, your Christmas wish list and your birthday wish list, and then you just wait for it to pour in at that time. It's such an interesting thing. So, like, I'm not on the wander around Target train, but I know tons of people who are. My wife is at the top of that list. She loves it. She yeah. she absolutely loves it. I think for the same reason, just because you can like go and look at things and imagine that you had them and think about if you want to, but I don't know. So we've gone to target like two times. She's been out very, very little. I've been kind of like the designated runner um, when we need things. And, but last Friday, like we were like, Hey, we're going to make a target run. We threw on our masks and went out there and she was like desperately fighting the urge to just like wander around and look at stuff. (laughs) I'm like, Hey, we probably shouldn't be doing that. Like we need to go home. This isn't like a let's hang out at Target type of night. Like this is a global pandemic, you know. But she just like she's so sad about it. It, it makes is. me sad. I mean, when I was in college, that was the thing to do. I, I went to college um, at Eastern Illinois University where there's like nothing around you. So right. you had the Walmart. And so what you did, it was a 24-hour Walmart, is you when you got bored, you just wandered around Walmart. So it's very nostalgic for me. <laughs> you know, and also you, you can get things for other people. You sure. can put that on their list, like this is what I'm gonna get. It's it's such a good adrenaline rush for me. So yeah. I, I miss it, man. I feel you. All right, my pick number four. I'm going with my routine. Yeah. I'm going to do my routine. And this, I'm really jacked up right now because I moved the weekend before the work from home thing started. 
So I have no idea what my new work routine is. I don't know what my drive to work is like. I don't know what time I get there. I don't know. I don't know anything of, of that. <laughs> so my routine has just been in total squalor for over a month. Like it's different every day. I can't get in the flow. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Like I have a workspace at home now, but it's still not like a routine. You know what I mean? It just feels so weird. Um, and I desperately miss it. I love driving to work, listening to podcasts, seeing the people that I work with that I really like. Like I love all of that mm -hmm. and like miss it. I miss it. So I want to do that. I want to get my routine back. It makes you feel a little bit more normal, you know? Mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. So I definitely miss that. Am I on my fifth pick or my fourth? Final pick. Final pick. Whew. I got to tell you, this one This one I didn't think would make my list, but it just shot to the, the final spot here. I'm going to go going to the playground with my kids. Oh, good one. Because you can't take them on that. No, no. It's yeah, not allowed. That's right. We, t we take, uh, not me, because again, <laughs> I'm an essential worker. Essential. Let's not forget that. That's um, right. Let's just... Uh, God save you. <laughs> Thank you. Please. I know. Please. Thank you for your efforts. It's, it's stop. Stop. Yes, I know. Oh, goodness. Um, but because uh, I am at physically at work, my wife, who is taking on all the schoolwork and all of the childcare during the day, she takes them on like two. One day there was like three walks. It was, it was insane. But she can only walk them around the neighborhood. And then it's like, all right, back inside. There's no playground. There's no ex exciting thing past let's go down this street that we haven't ventured down, you know? So I think taking the kids to the playground is really, really there on my list to get them to experience that again. Yep. That's a good one. Um, okay. My final one is going to be planning for the future <laughs> <laughs> because you can't really do it right now. And, and it's, uh, it's weird. Like I, like I said, in a new house. And so I want to like plan all these projects. And I'm like, when am I going to be able to buy carpet? Hmm. Do yes. Right. Like stuff like that. Like when am I going to be able to do this home project or like, Oh, I need to renew my license plates. When can I do that? And what priority should I give it? It's, it's impossible. It's literally impossible. Like, and it's just, I'm, I'm very much of like, I'm a, I set goals and I achieve them and then I want the next goal. And mm -hmm. so right now I'm in a state where I'm like, all right, I want to do this. Oh, I can't do that because of this reason. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, well, I can't do that because of the, and I can't, like I have no traction. I have nothing that I can really work on. Um, so I'm just like kind of aimlessly stewing about. I mean, I've, I've taken up reading more often, which has been really good. It's mm -hmm. been a nice creative outlet for me, but I, I, I love strategically planning my life out <laughs> like picking yeah. those milestones and what's the next move so animal crossing has offered me some relief on that front too because i'm like all right so i need to pay off my mortgage and then once i'm done with that we're gonna get a new villager and mm -hmm. we're gonna set them up over here and they, like i can actually like get weirdly strategic about this like game so it has provided that outlet but it's it's still is no substitute for the real thing that's rough that is rough yeah there's no planning whatsoever well yeah and like <clears throat> Every day it's new, right? So, like, I started to feel good about, like, where things were at. I was like, oh, well, you know, people are saying, like, things are going to start reopening soon. And I was like, man, this is actually a little bit earlier than I thought that things would start to reopen. 
And then I read this horrifying article last night at like 3 a.m. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, we're never going <laughs> to Like, the world is over. <laughs> I think you read the same one as Aubrey. Oh, man. She was like, some people are saying 2021 before we can come out of our houses. And someone's saying like May 2nd. Like, what are we going to do? The one that I said, the one that I read, the headline literally was, um, CDC chief says the second wave will be worse. Yes. I was like, I'm sorry, what now? Yeah. And then like Dr. Fauci's saying we may never shake hands again. Which I'm cool with that. But then he also <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta say, I'm like I'm pro no shaking hands. Right. But then he also in the in the next interview he said, um, yeah, if you wanna um try, you know, dating apps and see go see that person, go for it. As long as you're also committed to quarantining yourself for two weeks right after. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know, dude. It's just like it's a weird, weird time. So that's all we got. That's Schoolyard Pick. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you guys for continuing to listen. Like I said, thank you. we know the routine is all jacked up, but I've been looking at our listening numbers, and a lot of you are still hanging hanging with us every single week, and we appreciate it. Um, this is a really good outlet for us during the quarantine, so we dig it. Can we get a Chris update before we go? Yeah, oh, we should. We should because things are heating up. The comments are rolling in. People are really having a hard time. Let's, I mean, this is really hitting people right in the core. I want to see if the people I paid have, of their uh, being have come oh, in for Chris Pine. You cheat. <laughs> You're just a cheater. All right. Final. Whoa. <laughs> Did it work? No. <laughs> Chris Pine still only has three votes. But How dare you? Pratt and Evans are tied for first. Pratt and wow. Evans are tied for first. Hemsworth is holding down third. Pratt and Evans are pulling away. It's a two-horse race at this point. So, Did my wife vote for Pratt? Oh, I don't know that I want to be a part of this discussion. Before we go, I need to know. She has abstained so, so far. All right. All right. Good choice. Who did my wife vote for? Pratt. The, yep. Yeah. I mean, that's a given. Mm -hmm. She loves her some Chris Pratt. She's like, <laughs> she's she's up there on, like, he's one of her favorite people on the planet. So yes. I'm like... No surprise there. <laughs> um, but I know she's a big Chris Hemsworth guy or Chris Hemsworth person as well. So mm -hmm. aren't we all? Aren't we all? So uh, that's your Chris update. Vote, vote people. Rock the vote. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, thank you guys for listening. We know that you're not in your routine. I've been listening to less podcasts. Kirk, I'm sure you're sort of in the same boat. It's just kind of, it's, it's hard to find time. So we appreciate you guys making time for popcorn for breakfast. It really, really means a lot to us. We're going to continue to try to keep you guys entertained. That is on, that is honestly our sole focus. So if there's anything you want us to do, like a, like some sort of video content, some sort of bracket you want us to make, um, a podcast concept, a review you want us to, like literally we're all ears. We want, to, we want this content to be what's most entertaining to you, and we're willing to put in the work to do that. Um, so please hit us up. And we hope you guys are doing well. We hope that you are feeling safe and secure and healthy. And uh, if you know if you are an essential worker and you're out there every day, thank you for your service. And uh, yeah, we want to give a special thanks, as always, to our executive producer, <laughs> Ryan Spriggs, and of course to Ryan Spriggs and Brandon Aristed for our awesome, awesome theme music. We will see you all next week. Talk to you then. 